could work. All righty then. Well, let's get started here. Um, okay. Wait a minute. I did yep. self view. Um, so I'll set the stage here. And yep. the, the only rule is we just don't do things that would involve Earth. We, mm -hmm. we time, it becomes a wibbly wobbly thing at this, this, this point in time. So once, once we kick it off, I'll, like I said, I'll set the stage and then um, we'll just assume Earth is doing his, his own things with, with Tal and Susie. And I, I know he, he wants to, to, to do things with them or, or maybe he's just hanging out with Nigo or maybe he's passed, passed out with a, a headache after the partying he, he did the, the previous night. Not sure. So the stage is simple. You three had quite the part, quite the party, quite the interesting way to spend your second day relaxing. Uh, a lot of carting back and forth and chatting with people, and then the party and being flooded by by literally hundreds of city folk, um, from the lowest of, of of the low to the middling highs, perhaps. Um, Gwei served a fantastic assortment of, of food, much, much of it served yourself, um, hired some help, and long story short, the night went off without a, a hitch. There are pe people drunkenly stumbling out. There are people passed out on the floor inside and out, and I know that um, Annie said that you did not indulge too much, maybe two drinks for the whole night, and then you, mm -hmm. then you stayed sober. Um, more or less, and you per performed um, musically as Abigail and, and Abuela per performed the, their storytelling acts. Um, the sheriff has long departed at this point. Um, Robin, I, I, I'm you didn't mention, I'm assuming you did not imbibe heavily either. So easy to say this to make it easy. You guys went to sleep. Mm -hmm. Any grandiose things that might happen, um, like I said, time is wibbly wobbly here. Uh, we'll backtrack that that when when Leo is here, but mm -hmm. I, I tire right now. There's not going to be any fireballs going going off or anything of the sort, unless you guys are the ones doing it. And I know for a fact y'all don't have spell slots. So. <laughs> um, I have a little fireball in my hand at all times. <laughs> I can suggest that you do it. So the next go. day comes. Um, morning and you wake up um the place is essentially void of food and mm -hmm. liquor here and fresh water it is unbelievable how much um was eaten and drank and it, it, it's gone the place is trashed it is truly essentially trashed at this point and you know you're probably gonna have to pick pick it up or assign the um kids to it but you each have other things that you'd like to do Earth seems, mm -hmm. Earth seems content uh, snoozing away the um, morning, considering he definitely imbibed a plenty um, and was schmoozing with every, everyone that he possibly could. You open up his door, perhaps, and, and check, and you see his long platinum blonde locks st still, still tangling <laughs> over, over his um, bed sheets. But you two have the day to do whatever you whatever you wish just the two of you here tall and Su susie having gone home um gway having gone home kikwa presumably still here though in, mm -hmm. in the um, temple or in his home in the back but again mm -hmm. you two are there in the central area clothed 
and a bit bleary-eyed from, from the late night, but well-rested enough to have the day be yours. Take it away. Yeah. <clears throat> Good morning. Morning. Is there any food here at all? I mean, I think we'd have to check the pantries, but based on what was happening last night, I think that's unlikely. Probably scraped the um, the crumbs out of the uh, tablecloth, or the table grooves. So. Oh, well, I don't know about you, but I am hungry. Should we go into town? Yes, I suppose that's the only place we're going to get food, and Earth and Nigo will probably need some food when they wake up. And we'll yeah. probably uh, <laughs> complain if there isn't some. Well, it's kind of Earth's fault there isn't. Yeah, I wasn't exactly expecting this whole thing when he came up with two giant carts of alcohol, but, you know, when have we ever been privy to Earth's plans? Right. At so, least it worked. It was a fun time. It was. Well, mostly it was a fun time, yes. Uh, I'm sure the captain might have some... Uh, things to say about that, but well, yeah. he can say it into his own hat in his bedroom alone. I don't want to hear it. That, yeah, it's just an interesting expression. <clears throat> um, sure, yes. Now, hopefully, we wouldn't have to deal with that too much. Yeah. Um, but yes, I suppose shall we uh, go on a uh, a Pentagorian Mara again? I would be more than delighted. And I will cast after over the course of ten minutes. I will summon my my bunny friend. What a what a fascinating way to tra- travel! Why doesn't everybody travel by phantom giant bunny steed? Because it truly is a fantastic thing. As as the grass once again grows and twists, and green motes of, of energy spread across the area. My mom's calling. No, no mama. Uh, so she, I, I guarantee you she's calling to say are you guys leaving the house are you staying safe i, I know that that's what it is for a fact. the real question is how many seconds until she calls me Ooh. we're just gonna wait it's <laughs> gonna happen one uh, um two the grass comes up and spreads and green motes of energy come up and, a, and an, an outline from, from the back legs up ending with the long ears that come back appears and then in a, a poof like pollen across the ground settling. There is a large war horse statted or riding horse statted bunny there that the, the two of you can more or less comfortably sit astride. It looks at you, it's large nose, twitching, one ear coming up as it, as it hears a horse in the distance somewhere, and it hops forward, boom, and nuzzles into you. Ooh, scratches. Give it all the scratches. <laughs> Norman, I'm hungry, no more scratching. Okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Takes a little while and then I'll you know, help you up and then jump up. And off we trot into town this thing goes 300 feet 
per second. Or, no, God, yeah, I always say that. 100, 100. Round, 100. 100 feet per round. It is, it is a speedy little guy, and it, it's going, and your, your, your long hair, Annie, is just whipping behind you as you are just booking it through these trees. As trees come up, Bunny just definitely moves its way through. And mm-hmm. you reach the edge of town in record time. Mm. Where would you like to go? (sighs) Have a place in mind for breakfast, or should we just see what Gwei's up to? We can see what Gwei's up to. If he is up to anything, he worked hard yesterday, but hopefully that won't set him back. That's true. You can see how they, um, now that uh, there's been any progress this morning, I suppose, since we saw it last night. So it's probably not going to be much in the way of updates. Could still see. Yeah. Would be nice to be privy. Yeah. All right. So maybe we'll head over to the Grave Walkers. Okay. You bunny hop. And now, as if you didn't turn and enough eyes yesterday, or assuming that you're still on the bunny, or did you disembark from from the bunny to travel? Slightly more more common. I mean, we've got the bunny. Might as well use the bunny. So yeah. you you hop your way through town, turning heads. What in the was that, a, was that a rabbit? Impossible. You're saying things. Oh, I saw it too, though. <laughs> and you <laughs> get your way to Gwe's shop, the grave walkers, and the, the bunny comes to a halt. You all Ugh! see that the mm-hmm. door is closed, and though the morning light is, is shining in, the shutters are closed as well, and there does not seem to be any activity at this moment in time within this establishment. At least not that you can immediately see or easily hear. Hmm. Maybe it's a late riser. Um, try knocking. <laughs> okay. Soft knock. A little bit harder. Not trying to push your luck too much. And mm-hmm. then the door swings open. And you see a bleary-eyed gray on his sunglasses not on the back of his head as they always are but on the front and you see bags on, uh, under his eyes and he's like not an, another party is it mm-hmm. oh it this is. one's at noon don't worry oh good <laughs> <laughs> no 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 not not tonight not today oh, come in c- come in come in you won't you own the place after all he mm-hmm. just gestures in. You see, he's wearing a um, <laughs> he's wearing pants, thankfully, but he's not shirted right now. So his his mm-hmm. big gut is sort of, sort sort of sticking out. And mm-hmm. you you've seen, I mean, Gwei has a muscly arms, and he's always had that bit of like you know a paunch him. But you're seeing now with a shirt off that 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 is a solid gut. That is not mm-hmm. flab that's hanging over. That is like the sort of there's muscle there there's like one mm-hmm. well, there's one ab one big ab is what he <laughs> has uh like he's definitely a well muscled in- individual that is well traveled and, and such and hairy mm-hmm. there nice blonde curly hairs closes mm-hmm. the door and it looks like he he's um barefoot and in uh pajama bottom so it does seem like he he was asleep or perhaps just meandering around you do smell smell coffee mm-hmm. though so you imagine he's recently been up in fact he offer he offers mm-hmm. you each a mug of coffee 
That's I would take a cup. Okay. Mm-hmm. You just see his, you know, pot-bellied stove, the dead stove there with the metal um, um, carafe on top being heated. He grabs it and just pours it into two simple mugs, clay and make, and hands them over to you. And then he makes his way over to a chair and just sinks into it. <clears throat> the wooden chair creaking under his weight. Oh, takes a big sip of coffee. What can I do for you? We have no food at our house. Do you have any here? Yep. <laughs> oh, so this, this is a work uh, visit. Well, I mean, if you were making breakfast for yourself, two more wouldn't be unappreciated. Nothing lonelier than cooking for one. And he stands mm-hmm. back up with his co- coffee and he makes makes his way over to the kitchen and you just start to hear, hear pots and pans and, and whatnot going up. Flint and steel and mm-hmm. little crackling flames that begin to kick mm-hmm. up. Um, you imagine... Medieval cooking takes a bit longer um, just based on the merit of um, needing, you know, fire to actually appear and whatnot. But Gwei has has his tricks. You're not quite entirely sure um, how long it'll take, but he does call he does call out. Any requests? Pancakes? Sounds good. Works for me. Works for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Very much appreciate um, you uh, working so deftly on such short notice yesterday. That was really quite a banger that you were able to pull out. Well, you're you, you're the three that gathered the crowd. I I just got all the food, planned the menu, made it, and served it. So just equal, that equal distribution of labor. Yep, of course. Mm-hmm. You hear crack cracking of some eggs. <laughs> And they're in he's beating him in and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we had talked to well, I had I had thought about, you know, maybe leaving Calcifer here. Though I think that's something that we'd want to talk with Raphael about at some point, but I think that he might have a happier home here than on the road with us. Agreed. It would be consistent, you know. Mm-hmm. It would speed up the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How was cooking on the fire last night, Gwei? On the... In the pot? Yeah. Earth, Earth said that, uh, that there was something in there that would make the cooking go uh, twice as fast, and I uh, took, it took advantage of that with the gumbo and let that stew and it was boiling in record time so I reckon there's something to it something to it i i, I wouldn't i i wouldn't say no to a trick like like that i i have my own uh tricks that i picked up along the way but something like that invaluable to a chef yes of course you know this is something that i um i don't know if bequeathed the quest the quest gave to, I mean, it's not really wanting to give, but I did kind of pawn it off on him. So I suppose that ultimately will be his decision at the end of the day. As long as that's right with you. Well, yeah. we'll talk about it, Gwei, and you might have a little fire helper in the kitchen. 
I'll take it, but I won't expect it. That that seems to be the best way of doing business in my mind. Yep, that works. Sam. So, uh, yes. Are you anticipating then more moving around and finishing up the shop here yeah, from the workers, or is that? We should be open. Well. I was going to, to say next week for a grand grand opening, but you see, there is a lot of positives to this party that, that mm -hmm. you all threw on. Uh, one, I think it's clear that your names are now uh, household items to some folk, and that's going to that's going to spread like gossip wild uh, wildfire. Uh, you had quite the spectrum of beggars to princes, maybe not actual princes, but they think that they are. Um, so beggars. There you go. Princes and paupers, perhaps. For for me, they uh, they they know of the grave walkers, and they know of the grave walkers. I ha I need to have have a sign commissioned for that, but that can get done in a, a day or two, no problem. Mm -hmm. And so I anticipate. I had people asking asking me when I was opening up, could I come and do gigs for for them and whatnot. So uh, it seems like I'll I'll be a very very busy man. And I couldn't have it any other way. I've actually had two folk ask if they, 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 they could come work for me full time. Hmm. I, hired, I hired some helpers that you saw yesterday to, to cook and serve and whatnot. So some of them worthless, but, but two of them, not too bad. So I took it to come up on the offer. They should be here later on today. And uh, I, think, cool. I think it's pretty quick to tomorrow or the, probably the day after tomorrow is just when, when we'll be able to op open up the doors and see if people want to swing by. How exciting. Love it. Not to mention, I, I, I imagine Orif is, is quite pleased with the popularity of, of her dancing of lasses last night and the fact that they were all whispering in the ears of their gentlemen friends uh, mm -hmm. ways last night, which I imagine for some will, will lead to lesser ways in the near future, which means more coin in her pocket. So you're making friends all over the place. Yeah, thought of um, living in a town as helping me cultivate uh, the economy of the cat town, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Indeed, indeed. So, yeah, well, that should be exciting. That'll be very good. I'm glad it's getting up and running it quicker is. than I thought it would. Me too. I I realized uh, fixing it up was. Not too too bad. There's odd projects here and there, sure, but uh, you, you don't you don't won't wait for perfection to open open up a place. The food's perfect. If people mm -hmm. will forgive the blemishes, and the food, very mm -hmm. true, perfect. Yes. If I may ask, where do you procure some of your vegetables and uh, produce? Like, I imagine the same place most people do the market. Mm -hmm. That's the that's the nice thing about uh, Haima here, tropical as long as it's not a not a storm of brewing. But uh, the the open air market is open every day, so mm -hmm. easy enough to to, to procure fresh uh, uh, fish. Especially that sea bass was 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 freshly caught yesterday morning, and I cooked it at night. And vegetables, same with that. You know, there's quite a bit of farmland outside of, of Heimat uh, to the south that I've been mm -hmm. looking into. Um, that's, I, I, I like to shop local. 
Not that there's really much of a choice in a medieval environment like this. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. I mean, they don't necessarily want to cut it out with ice and hay and all of that to keep it cold. It seems like a bit of a waste of time mm-hmm. and effort. But no, I was just inquiring because I'm I'm starting to teach Kikwa at a farm, and um, you know, perhaps that's something that you could request specific you know seasonal things perhaps or if you have something new that you want to put on the menu you could have him try to cultivate it and then you know if you go to him first to to purchase those you know vegetables that would help him out help you out you could you know basically request the kind of things you want to see do you think the little guy has it in them to to harm i mean i know he gathers but i've not i've not I've not seen him put anything in the ground as much as I see him pulling things out of the ground. But you said that you're trying to teach him this. Yes, that's something that I need to teach him. I just, he has a cause that he's trying to raise money for and I'm trying to help him in every way that I can. It's a lofty goal, but gotta try, I suppose. And farming is a good way and his cultivation is well hunting and gathering we're gonna get him so far he needs some sort of things he can do when the um, crops that are forageables are still mm, growing ruminating outside of his control well one parsnips they're the most damned thing to find up here i don't know why the people of Heimat do do not indulge in parsnips but a parsnip puree is one of my favorite things to make so if a little fucker can can start growing parsnips he'll be my only source of business on that on that front parsnips you know i've I've not known a lot of kobolds in a um we'll say a friendly capacity but uh (laughs) i've not i've not known one to need an exorbitant amount of money uh what what sort of goal if i if, if i can ask are, are is is our little friend aspiring to he well, lost his family good. and he's just trying to get them back mm-hmm. oh so helping find people okay find someone to, to find anyone in a very um metaphysical kind of way but, you know, let's just say it's gonna it's gonna require a lot of a lot of gold. So and some very powerful friends. Well, he then maybe in addition to parsnips, he should start growing uh something worth a lot a lot more. I can't can't say I know what that would, would be. Maybe a tree that spat sprouts banknotes, but Hey, everybody needs a goal. Technically, all trees sprout banknotes if you just know how to process them. Clever, clever. All right, give me five minutes to finish this, this up. Sorry, I didn't mean to chat your ear off there. <laughs> uh-huh. you, 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 you hear a big cast, a big uh, cast iron heating up, and he he begins to pour the batter in and. Sounds like he's making some other stuff as well. You can't see him right now, but this is all this happening through walls and being shouted down mm-hmm. hallways and whatnot. So you guys have five minutes to chat amongst yourselves if you wish. 
I'm going to grab my notes and mm-hmm. I'm also going to listen to my mom's two second long voicemail, which I'm sure, sure. Is, don't die. So you guys chat amongst yourselves <laughs> if you wish. Sure. <sighs> Any errands you want to do, take care of in town while we're here? I would like to go to the poison maker, if you wouldn't maker. mind accompanying me. Of course. What was her name again? I have forgotten that. Seem to have lost it within my notes. Auntie Eddie? No. Mm. Nope. <laughs> I probably have it written down somewhere when I went there. Of course, you know, we did have a, uh, we didn't make a name for ourselves, as they said, so people are going to be on the lookout for us. Mm-hmm. So given the um, nature of that errand, we might want to not look like us at the moment. That does make sense. So both for us and for them as well. I just would appreciate your opinion because I know the last time I saw her I did mention our most favorite poison and I want to see if she has any information and I know you care about that as well so I I wanted you to um, be there yes I've got some interest in that so yes I think maybe not leaving here looking different but maybe we'll find a little alley to tuck away in I think that would be smart. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll do that then. All right, here, here we are. Comes out with uh, plates. Each, each plate has one pancake on it. That's it. Oh, but wait, this pancake is this thick and drooping off of the plate. And there's mm-hmm. a pad of butter like this thick on each. A simple two-tined fork and a dull... um knife and as he's walking you see these things jiggling like these are not pancakes you've never seen these be before as he places them in, in front of you they they smell different they're actually a little bit grayish in color and there's hmm. specks through th- th- throughout them you guys have had pancakes they're not hard to make i think pancakes have existed a long time um mm-hmm. but this is definitely something different something unique hmm looks delicious Gway. how do you make it oh tricks of the ditch trade slow you know high heat at, at times bat, battering up the right things you notice with, with Gway, he's always even though he's very proud of his food he never really divulges much but he mm-hmm. does say these are lemon poppy seed buckwheat though that's that's the key thing right there so maybe i'll keep my methods a secret but at least you'll have the the i'm sure you'd be able to pick out the the flavors and smells anyways mm-hmm. oh, damn that sounds good they'll consume greedily same they are devour you know usually flapjacks are are pretty blackened or brown at, at least on, on, on mm-hmm. either side not to the point of crispy these are super airy and just barely brown so they're super super light and fluffy and as you eat them they really are a unique mouth feel and taste mm-hmm. and a unique experience like almost anything that gugwe makes so mm-hmm. 
you see, you see that your money perhaps went to the right place. I guess is the point. He pro- he proves his work even in just a simple breakfast for him. Mm-hmm. I'm going. I think you're going to do just fine here. Just fine. That mm-hmm. sounds oddly threatening. He says as he's <laughs> shoveling it in his mm-hmm. own small mouth. Mm-hmm. Oh, we may have to buy the next store for like a wheelbarrow store, and so that people can cut me out. <laughs> you know, I have the perfect kid, Eli, for for, for that. <laughs> oh, I suppose you guys aren't around here much. Uh, Eli's a, a young young chap that uh, doesn't talk talk much, but he he runs a shop. The shop mm. is, is actually a wheelbarrow with random trinkets and shaved drip, 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 driftwood and whatnot. And it's just called e- Eli's Barrel. I guess that was sort of an inside joke if, if you hadn't literally been around high that much. And you guys <laughs> seem to come in and get out real quick. It's kind of our way of life. We're kind of moving at a fast pace. Well, yep. if, if, if you see him, I'm sure he'll have something that will tickle your fancy. Uh, or if not, maybe just toss the, toss the, the kid a copper or two or, or two makes his day and he I, just I, makes trinkets he, he finds things he'll 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 shave things down he'll he'll craft small simple things like i said boy doesn't talk, talk much i'm pretty sure he's uh what you might might call in where i'm from a dumpster diver uh, hmm. so don't expect great wares from me from me eli sweet kid just trying, try, just trying to make his way in the world like everybody else. I imagine an orphan, as so many are. Yes. I considered um, hiring him to, to actually do some to do some work here too, but I figured I have I have enough enough snot nose for brass with Tal and and Susie keeping an, an eye on them, and yes. eventually Dirk. Oh, well, at least you'll have uh, part of him to look after. I don't know. About six fingers. Mm-hmm. So I take it that that you spoke with the other kids and and learned about his uh, Eric's grand escape. We certainly yep. did. Thoughts on that? Honestly, I don't know what to think about it. It's it's upsetting, of course, but I don't blame the kid for trying to better his life and his family's life, but. Resorting to, you know, thievery isn't necessarily the path I would have liked to see him go down. But, you know. Yeah, I'm with you. I I I, I want to give give him the slightest bit of breaks, only because I I know that there was a time in my in my life that if I saw a pouch of five or six platinum much less six sapphires that tal told me that they were each pro- probably as long as long as his thumb so i'm guessing up upwards of hundreds of gold worth piece that i would be out the door door too you know not saying i'm proud of that just saying that there's circumstances and boys got a family to look look after but <laughs> still it's not the right way of doing things Amazing how much some gold can change your life and how much people are willing to go for, willing to do to make that happen. 
Very true. So we'll see. You got that think... some some people will put a knife through through someone's back in an alley to get whatever gold that happens to be on them, if any. Mm. Yeah. Dirk stole a pouch and made his way. I, I I ain't saying I forgive the the boy, but I can I I can at least understand it. Yes, I don't know if we're going to have the time to pursue him right now, but I was thinking about it, Anaxoria. Yes. And we could perhaps have his conscience pursue him. We could send him a message using mm. sending and tell him that we know that what he has done. We could even tell him where coming after him and let him let his own mind do some work even if we're not actually actively pursuing him it's amazing what kind of a prison one can make for themselves very true do you have the sending spell no but I know a certain old gnome who does oh Talking to him two days in a row. Well, he probably is a little busy right now, but perhaps right as we're leaving. I think that would be smart. I think we should do that. <clears throat> yeah, we'll have to think about what we want to say and who we want to say it. Dirk, you fuck. Get the fuck back here. Fuck you. I still have room for 15 more words. Mm, that's true. That's quite a lot of, uh, quite a lot of words. And, and half of them are repeats. So, exactly. What if, what if the spell was written in such, in, in such a way that, that repeating a word doesn't count? <laughs> 25 unique, unique words. Yeah. Listen here, you fucking fucker, motherfucking dog fucking dog fucker, 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 fucker. That's like, that's like four <laughs> words. You still have time yeah exactly uh that would be hilarious just try to make as complicated of a sentence with just a simple like words as possible to repeat it you've heard you've heard this thing where where the best a full sentence is buffalo 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 you ever heard mm -hmm. that yeah it's, it's actually like if you look up online it's like there's three different meanings of buffalo they're like buffalo from buffalo buffalo the verb Mm -hmm. buffalo from buffalo buffalo you know what i mean so it, it makes yeah. sense it's the only it's the only sentence in the world that's it's six same word six times and it actually makes sense um yeah anyways mm. that, fuck could do that too fuck 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 no but yeah it's 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 true so that would be amusing <clears throat> just something i was thinking about as i was lying in my own mental prison so, also known as sleep. I was I was wondering who was guilt tripping you. No, nothing too much. Just just thinking about everything that's happened in the last two weeks. It's been a lot. Has been a lot. Mm -hmm. I know it's, it's nice. a good opportunity, but part of me doesn't even want to go back to the court city. I mean, yes, I, I like the, the convenience 
of it, which is weird for a druid to say, I suppose. But yeah, I'm not not thrilled about having to constantly worry about daggers in the dark. Not that we necessarily might have to not worry about that here, but especially if we go gallivanting our names about until we're well known. But, you know, in the cold study, we know there's people who want to kill us. And that's Very not, true. It's not great. And, and then the people who just put on those porcelain masks and whose intentions you don't really know. So like everyone? Yes, I suppose. But there's a grandiose and uh, flamboyance in which they do it there that I find a little unsettling. Very true. But those kind of politics are not my um, not my cup of tea. And so, sure. Speaking of cup of tea, we should visit Luck of Sun. We should. I forgot that he was even in this town, but you know, he. I think he actually is. Yeah, he is Lucky Tea Shop, right? Uh, something of the Sun and Moon. No, that was the other place, wasn't it? It's just fine tea shop. Fine tea shop. Fine tea shop. There we go. Fine tea shop. Oh, there we go. I have to see if he's found some fine tea for his shop. Let him know another tabaxi's in town. (laughs) Though we might not want to necessarily introduce them until he's looking a little better. Otherwise, lack of sun might worry that we're not so kind to our tabaxi friends. True. Except we are the one regrowing his limbs. It's true, but on first uh, first appearance, you might not know that. True. <clears throat> yeah. A fine tea shop would be a good place to go. Yes. I don't know if there's much else I would need in town today. Well, I want to visit the temple quarters at some point and talk to some of the priests there to see if any of them, their teachings have, um, basically I want to know what the general consensus for Voldre and some of the other gods look like. I know that there's artist depictions of them that vary from, you know, section of the world to section of the world, but I'm just curious if there's some similarities that seem to crop up. And if there's a generalized caricature or something, or if I, you know, take on this appearance and I'll, to memory, I'll just try to, to look as much like that, that elf as I can. Um, and just to see if, if that triggers anything with them. I know what the Raven Queen said of course, and it's not that I don't believe her. And maybe it's, it was just a trick of my own eyes, but if there's something ethereal that happens when I channel my energy, I would like to know mm-hmm. what that is. Because I think that as we go down this road chasing these mind flares, that we're we're bound to come across more things that are beyond our comprehension. And the more we know, 
about them or the more we know about anything power ethereal so divine perhaps the better agreed so i think that would be smart yeah oh. hopefully it won't hurt at least yep well anyway shall we go off to your errand first I suppose now's as good a time as any. At least this time I'm seeing her in the middle of the day, not the middle of the night. That's true. Well, thank you, Gwe, for the wonderful breakfast and uh, again for your wonderful services. As you, as you turn to, to look at him, <clears throat> and see he's kind of like leaning back, hand, hand on, on his gut for finishing his pancake, listening to your conversation, casually talking about going back to the to, to, to the court city. I'm not really sure, sure if I want to. There's people that are trying to kill us. Well, there might be. <laughs> you don't want this tabaxi to, tabaxi to know know that 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 there is a a almost dead tabaxi back home with us. You know, just things that you really know. I mean, he's kind of like, oh, and you're gonna go see a poisoner. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> you just we didn't say that out loud. No, I know. Specifically, I I didn't I didn't hear it either. So he just goes. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, <laughs> on that note, and he just takes your plates and your and your mugs, stacks to, to stack some high, and says, "Close door on your on your way out, and I'll lock it." <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Gway. Mm-hmm. Anytime. Just not another party tonight. Tomorrow night, nope. I'm all in. Tonight, give me, give me a damn break. Yeah, you, you have to have your break. You've earned it. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So off we will trot. Okay. Did you did you leave your bunny outside tied up like 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 a horse at those um not stable? You know talking about in like, yeah, wild, wild West times. I don't think it would need to be tied up. No, but I, I think it's funny. <laughs> like you can go there and you just slap the reins over. No. Yep, yeah, exactly. So there are some. There are two kids out there right now. Like street urchin looking kids are just looking at it, and and a third one. That you see as you come out is poking it, mm-hmm. its finger, and you just you just hear it's real, it's real as the bunny turns, like totally ignoring them. But then when when you come out, the head turns to toward you, and the kids ah, and they just all run the hell away. It's as okay. It. It's just a magical entity. It's just a flesh-eating bunny. It's fine. Oh, don't torment them. <laughs> <laughs> the ear sticks straight up and looks around. Yeah. Um, that might be a little conspicuous given where we're going, though. Eh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should walk. Maybe we should walk, and I'll I'll dismiss our little bunny after I give it a couple scratches. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Becomes a puddle of acid. Oh god! What have I done? <laughs> <laughs> now just give it some 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 scratches and it, it vanishes from the back of the legs up to the ears until the last thing you have you're like, like holding a pair of ears that then just turn to pollen and mm-hmm. wind all right well, i believe you probably know the way perhaps i'm sure i do i think i've been there at least twice so all right and Claymore was no help last time I went, so I will lead the way. 
Okay. And just keep in mind what we we talked about. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and I will change the way I look. So I look like a mousy, unassuming human woman. And I'll just look like a, a ratty, just like, you know, muddy kind of urchin, essentially, you know, gaunt, um, maybe scruffly beard. Okay. Yeah. You, you feel those physical changes take over you and little hairs poke up. They, they kind of knit, knit together at your back, kind of hunches over a bit. Your your arms get a little bit, you know, smaller. Your skin has like a sallow um, um, look, mm -hmm. look to it. And you begin to just have, you know, one, you, you make one leg like half an inch um, less than, than the other. Oh, yeah. Or, or yeah. Than, than just make other. it so annoying. <laughs> as, as Annie, you take one one step and without any fanfare, except, you know, just from, from your head to your toe, like as if you're walking through a curtain and all of a sudden you just change, like your form being mm -hmm. exactly impeccably what you want it, it to be including your clothing i am going to look at norwin say you missed a spot and then lean down scoop up some mud and slap it on your cheek h's makeup i couldn't think of the way your pores are going to be terrific tomorrow mm -hmm. yep oh um, yep definitely I mean, my pores will be however I want them to be, I suppose. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. but, well, yes. <clears throat> yes. We will make our way downtown. Yeah. Peace is past. They don't know Falamea. us, hopefully. Yeah. Falamea is. is Falamea. 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 F A L A M E A. Falamea is little abode is definitely way off the big way off the, the beaten path way near i believe the western edge of the or maybe it's the eastern edge i, I can't remember exactly that was um, the eastern yeah way off the eastern edge um of, of still within the city in the hobble in the slums area um it takes a bit longer it takes you about 20 20 minutes you reach the general area but then it, it you know that's the thing about these places. Every little dugout and, and simple abode looks this the same over here. So it takes you about twenty minutes or so. Poke around ten minutes after that, and you're like, seriously, something here has to look familiar. And then you see just some landmarks that that remind mind you, and you eventually see a little few downward steps, the, the the three, four, five downward steps, and then the the short door that is there. It looks like it's maybe like a halfling size door that that is there it that strikes your memory you knock there is no answer follow me open up you hear here from the other side who is it trying to think of how I'd want to respond. Me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so I start blasting. <laughs> It'd be uncouth for me to say my name, but you know me and we've chatted about very specific things before. Well, and this, this old, um, almost hag, light, light voice comes through the, the, the thick wood. You see that this door, while caked in, in mud and quite old, 
um, is clearly quite thick. There are like most, most of the doors in these slums are like, you know, they have like wide cracks between the slats. They've been warped over time. This is a very sturdy, thick wood door that's um, sort of made to, obviously made well, but also made to not look well sort of thing. And the mm-hmm. voice is, is very soft coming through just to, to due to the, the thickness and let lack of gas, perhaps. And you, and, but you do make other response going, anybody I did business with would know not to come knocking in the middle of the day. Well, I don't have any other time before I leave. There's a long pause inside you say anything else just waiting after a solid 30 seconds go by you do hear several latches slowly being unhooked on latch and you remember she has like four or five on the wall they're all different sorts and such and it cracks open a titch and she opens it fully and um what you see before b- b- before you especially you know who's, who's not seen follow me before is a very it's almost the woman version of what you look like right right now um she <laughs> is very very thin a lot of bones and skin um old long gray hair that almost touches the touches the the ground an eternal um stoop to her not not a hump just like a little bit stooped over barefooted um just caked with 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 dirt and dust um i i think you'll get this um reference sort of like what toff looks like in cora oh yeah totally yeah so that's 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 the an image of that that helps that's Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. Now I'm t- picturing Toph. Toph, Cora specifically. Yep. Blinking. Yeah. <laughs> she sees you and she says, Sorry, you have the wrong place. I don't recognize you. And she slams the door shut. Before she slams it, I'm going to put my hand on it. Okay. Of course, I don't have the wrong place. You think if I showed up in the middle of the day, I would look like myself? I might not have the loudmouth elf elf with me this time. And I'm going to just drop my face for a second and then have it re-go back up. She looks, she sighs. Doing business with youth game and she opens the door which scrapes on the ground fully come in come in quickly she then says says i thought you didn't have the fool elf with you closes it and begins latching and locking everything i don't he's um someone i've been with far longer and who is just as curious but knows how to keep it to himself yes I know of the trade in which you dabble and oh, good. I am. So you bring me not only yourself in the middle of the day, but also competition. <laughs> oh, he doesn't make it. No, no interest. I just, um, but I know of it. 
Let's make this quick. What can I do for you? Poisonous kit, please. Just cocks her head at you. Oh, you don't bring me competition, but you plan on being it yourself? <laughs> no. It's if you didn't want competition, then you shouldn't sell kits. <laughs> she cocks an eyebrow at you, sort of sort of smiles. You see, you know, several several teeth missing, and she goes, 100 gold. That's yours. Done. And I will hand her a hundred gold. As you just reach for ten platinum and count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. She holds out one knobby hand and you drop it in there. You know, th- this isn't an, an exorbitant amount of gold for somebody who deals in poisons. A uh, hundred gold is mm-hmm. you can't get any poison for a hundred gold. So she's not shocked by the amount of money by any means. Which does beg the question, why does she look so fucking destitute if, if she's a poisoner? Wouldn't they, wouldn't they usually? But that's a whole other story. But you do have a feeling mm-hmm. that she definitely overcharged you for, the, for the, the kit. But you just hand her the platinum and she says, easily done. Takes many, many a I year. hope that additional five platinum makes you feel more comfortable about us showing up during the day. I know you overcharged me. Supply and demand. You're demanding my supply. She goes over to a cab- cabinet, <laughs> opens it up, assembles some some uh, some odds and ends in a, a chest. It looks like she has used this kit in the past, so you're buying a slightly used hand and for for double the price. But she she knows her stuff. It ha- it has those um, other straps in there that you you can strap in the bottles and whatnot and. It's actually quite meticulous, though dirty and used. Some residuum is in some of the um the, um, the, the flasks and whatnot. So you might want to want to clean it out heavily before you use it. But it does seem to be a fully intact poisoner's kit that she she closes, latches shut with a another leather strap that goes around the whole thing, and it has even a little handle on it with with, with hinges. So it kind of just looks like a briefcase sort of thing. Nondescript to anybody that could possibly see it. It doesn't say poisonous kit. Mm-hmm. Giant skull XXX. <laughs> yep, exactly. Is that skeleton mm-hmm. porn? There's three X's on there. Mm-hmm. She, she it comes gets over, nasty. hands it to you. Good Thank night. you. Any uh, word on the street about our poison, our demon's blood? None. Can I roll an inside check on that? Sure. Uh, 1d20 plus 5. 10. <laughs> so Rothani doesn't like me. Uh, I mean, it's such a, an immediate answer with mm-hmm. no fanfare to it that you don't really have any understanding of if she's telling the truth or not. Mm-hmm. Sure. shoot we ran into some out east but weren't able to bring any back shame I mean besides what's in my shoulder and I will pull and show 
because we haven't gotten rid of that yet. Nope. She comes near. Interesting. How does it feel? She pokes at it with, with her gnarled, long, broken nail. Twists a little bit. Not great, but it's not spreading. Thankfully. Managed to stop that, but when it was, it felt like I was lessening and lessening as a person. Losing parts that would not come back unless there was some I don't know, greater things, something anyone could do. Hmm. But I don't feel 100% right now, and I don't think I will until I get this fixed. But you were able to stop its effects. I've only heard of this once before in my circles, and that the way it was described to me as a single bile could destroy a village. Oh, it can. Norwin stopped it for me, and luckily I'm just a little bit more adept at stopping the effects myself. She looks at you, Norwin, and says, what did you do to stop it? Honestly, I just gave her an elixir that just kind of quells the suppresses poisons, but generally a lesser kind of restoration would do the trick, I think. So, At least to stop the spreading. So, antitoxin is effective against this poison. Simply does not remove whatever effects are already affecting you. Yes? More or less, yes. Good to know. Good to know. Information. Virulent, powerful stuff, I'm sure, but not as all powerful as it had seemed. There's not many people who can apply antitoxin very quickly, especially in mass. So can I can I offer you a few antitoxin? And she just gestures over where four purplish bottles are and, and that they all say antitoxin on them. Mm-hmm. And I just above the table that I do think antitoxin would do the trick to essentially stop it. Yep. The spreading. Okay. It seems like anything that would that would stop <clears throat> the poison would be effective against against it. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. seems like the real threat of demon's blood is the per- permanent HP loss, of course. Mm-hmm. And um, if you don't want to have antitoxin, you could just be fucked. And the fact that it spreads by touch, which is very, very odd. Yeah. So you can definitely see how one vial could, in theory destroy a village they didn't know what they were dealing with and didn't have the oh in theory yes Mm -hmm. in theory yeah Mm -hmm. so honestly it might not be bad to have some around even if we have the means of dealing with it otherwise i wouldn't say no Mm -hmm. how much 75 gold each or we'll call it 70 if you get all four 70 each if you get all four a 20 Mm -hmm. gold discount do I think that that's a fair price based on what I know about antitoxin? Um, I would say you would have reasonable experience in this. Go ahead mm-hmm. and make an intelligence check. Um, okay. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll let you add your proficiency because you're proficient in poisonous uh, 
Okay, so plus nine, I guess. Jump it, Holy shit. <laughs> you know for a fact, <laughs> fact that a normal anti antitoxin fair market price, if you went mm -hmm. somewhere else and got got it from, from a potion maker or an, mm -hmm. an herbalist or whatever, would be 50 gold. That's the standard price. Mm. Um, I am a bit lunch, but maybe that's the cost of doing business in the day and gives you something for means of trust. What do you think, Anaxoria? 2.50 even for all four. Well, I suppose in the end that that just means that you got your your little your little my first poisoner's kit for the price you wanted in the first place. Two hundred fifty even is good. Deal. And I will hand over two hundred and fifty. Okay. She hap happily puts that in a big pouch. <laughs> she kind of like almost like an apron around her. Mm -hmm. It's like a kangaroo pouch in the front, and now she just keeps on stashing all the coin that you give her in there, so it clanks and jangles around as she scoots around the, the place. Mm -hmm. Good call, Norman. I say under my breath. Mm -hmm. Alright. I think anything else that you require from the wonderful lady? No, not unless you have any questions. Last time we had chatted when Claymore was here about any information that had been had, but I wanted to let you know if you have any questions, this is a good place to start. So, obviously you don't necessarily know of any news of the demon's blood, but in your circles, how pervasive is it in idle chat conversation? I'd only heard of it once. It was talked about by some suppliers of raw materials to me. Those suppliers that, of raw materials. Those that travel from east to west, from west to east, and they knew of a certain duo that was claiming they had a poison that made all others look like nothing. One poison can kill one man easy, but what poison can kill a village is how, is how it was said to my source and my source repeated it to me. I did not think much of it until this figure here came to me and was asking me similar questions, so. Very well. There are well, well, those stories are very apt, I will say, and I will say that if you ever get your hands, well, I would not recommend getting your hands on it, but if you ever procure any, that you be very careful with it, and that you do not sell it to somebody unless you're willing to accept the genocide that goes with it. Noted. She says and smiles what I'm going to call the Jafar in disguise smile. If you remember mm -hmm. in Aladdin, when he's, yep. he's, he's the old guy and he smiles. It's like the wrist fucked up. Yep. 
teeth with like, like one gold tooth, she gives you that that sort of smile. Right. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that's all I have at the moment. Yes, me too. Um, I don't know what friends you do have, follow me. I can't talk today. I don't know what friends you do have, but I can tell you there was demon's blood to the east, and now it is at the Inquisition. But that's all I was able to see. But I'll keep our promise that we discussed last time. Well, safe in the hands of the Inquisition, lest they decide to use it themselves. In which case, I will. Which very is... good. Hmm? Our business, very good. Our business has concluded then. Concluded. She unlocks the doors, takes a little peek out, and then opens it fully, shoes you out the door. And the door. Okay. Onward. To the temple to cleanse yourself of all of this? Perhaps so, yes. Now we'll maybe drop form before we get out of the, the, the place too far. Yep. Yep. Or yeah. mm -hmm. after we get so out of the place a little bit. Mm -hmm. Sort of hobbling a bit, and then your bones re, re, re straighten, your leg grows a little bit more, and, and you come back to your normal height and, and stature. Annie, do you change your form again? Or do you go back to how you normally look? I go back to how I normally look. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. And you make your way. Are you going to the temple di temple district or find tea shop or somewhere else? Uh, temple district, I guess for now. And then maybe at the tea shop on the way back. Okay. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I don't think either of you guys have been to this area yet. You you've seen it, um, but I don't think that, I don't mm -hmm. think you you spent much time um, there at all. So you you walk up, and it's actually um, didn't Norwin fight with Earth? Eskel did. Eskel did. did. Yeah, no, I was not there. It was one of those that has a good head on their shoulders. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Actually, see here. Are that was the other one, right? Okay, I'm going to, for a moment, share my screen. Can you guys see this? Uh, yeah, there it is. Yep. So, uh, north, up, up, obviously, you know, it's exactly the way that you think it is. Um, this right here, if you can see my mouse moving, this is the <laughs> temple district here. Mm -hmm. You park his castle is this dude over here. Mm -hmm. so from a size standpoint, it's actually quite large. And the way that it works is there's notice there's one, two, three, four, five, six um, towers around it. Those are mm -hmm. each a temple. Uh, okay. One of these the sovereign host. And um, Orion's temple is the center one he, here. Mm -hmm. As well as where um, members of the cler clergy are, and you know, like some that might help help the poor, um, food shelves, sort of thing, also operate from from inside. Mm 
So as mm-hmm. you guys are walking up the, the path here and you get to, to the gates, I do believe when you guys first returned, um, you saw that when you guys first returned from the Feywild, you saw and you heard about like Forkas said, you know, the Dark Six attacked. You guys went past the temple, temple district and I described that there were people like repairing it, like with spellcraft or just normal repairs. And there was zaps and zips and blood. And there's like, mm-hmm. there's shattered um, glass and whatnot. A lot of those things are still very much true. It hasn't been that long, really, um, in in-game time since you were here last. So a lot of those repairs are still going. Um, you know, these t- temples have funding, but um, not the like to to get master makers to to, to remake a you know three hundred year old stained glass window sort of thing. So the the, mm-hmm. the scars of that attack. On, on the night of long shadow still very much exist but now the gates are open at least when you, when you last came by the the gates to this 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 you know place were, were closed basically no good people in no bad 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 people in was the, the thought process to it at least now they're open and people are coming and, and going you can't shut down worship that that long um so as you ent- enter in you see that central large temple to Orion, the um, leader, de facto leader of the sovereign host. And you see that that long, it almost looks like it would be a barracks. And maybe it was a barracks in time long, long past, but now it seems to be sort of a catch-all um, food shelf and pantry and the sort. You, you see um, people that are very clearly quite poor um, in line there for a single um, ladle of, of, of soup and a ladle of, of water. Uh, very simple things happening there. But you also see that these big towers here, um, there seems to be one for each of the other sovereign hosts. And, and the one immediately to the left, when you walk in, so one of the two closest to the to the doors has mm-hmm. the symbol of Buldre, that, that um, uh, a hearth, like a stone archway hearth with a fire inside so you see that right there and it doesn't take a genius to know that's probably the one for bouldering all the other towers have a symbol to the sovereign host as well all right i'll head over to that temple i guess and see what there is to see i will follow uncomfortably because these are not my gods. Okay. Yes, I suppose not. As you walk over, and it's not a far, far walk, but by any stretch of the imagination here, um, you you do see um, that there is a fair number of people coming and going from this particular um, boat, from this particular tower. Um, so you just, you know, step to the side, step to the side as, as a whole family exits. Like we're, ta- we're talking mom, dad, aunt, uncle, grandma, grandpa, great uncle, uh, and, and kids all, all the way down the line. An entire family of halflings just makes, makes their way out. Um, good solid dozen of, of them. Um, chattering happily, jovially amongst amongst themselves, and you're going to head in, and then you step mm-hmm. back 
again, because more people come out. It's just some humans here, um, a couple of a couple elves even. And eventually it slows the point where you guys can enter. It seems as though some sort of mass perhaps um, was recently just let out. Mm-hmm. Just let out pretty much. Mm-hmm. As, you, as you step in, you see that there, that, that as you look forward, just like a church perhaps, there is a, an, an altar at the front, a mm-hmm. grand hearth there, which is more symbolic, not an actual hearth, but a very, very large um, symbol to Bouldrey. Um, mm-hmm. There are simple wooden pews in two rows there, and there's stairs that climb up around to balconies up top, just a simple way to expand the number of people that can be here at once. Mm-hmm. Even though that, that hearth at the, at the op- opposite end where, where you assume that, that sermons and mass w- would take place, you see that there are pillars in here that are holding up the, the um, balconies. And those pillars, oddly enough, are hearths them, themselves, actual ones. So there are fireplaces galore in here with flames a crack crackling. There are several folk wearing simple brown um, robes, bringing sheaves of wheat and dropping it in the in the fire. Um, and there are pe- pe- people here, um, vassals, so worshippers, common folk that are sort of in a line, and they'll come up. They they'll you know clasp their hands, bow their heads say something in their mind mind or are loud or under their breath some sort of of, of prayers you assume to boldre into the in, into the into the hearth and then they'll toss something in mm-hmm. so sometimes you see like it might be locks of hair other other times it's it's like a, it's, it's a few pieces of wheat um there seems to be some consistency, but also a wide variety of things. But it appears like simple worship here is tending to the fire in some way, even mm-hmm. in a symbolic way. Somebody else might light the fire, but it is your job to tend to it. Mm-hmm. So that seems to be what's what, what's happening here. And finally, um, it, even though mass just let out, much like after church in real life um, here, what oftentimes people will just stay in and like chat for a, a while mm-hmm. that up the wazoo here that th- there are humans elves halflings gnomes and dwarves all in disparate pockets and they're just chatting so it seems like once while the pews are less pop- populated right now mm-hmm. the um foyer so as you walk in there's a gap where these pillars are and these um hearths then there's the back pews going forward and then at the opposite end is that large of fake hearth with the with the sermon would mm-hmm. be in this um entryway sort of thing there's upwards of 40 to 50 people of all sorts talking here c- conversing bold boulder is all about warmth and the community so mm-hmm. that is what you see as you step in you do see some brown, some simple brown robed figures. Um, they are tending to the fires, actually. And mm-hmm. those you assume are the lower um, ranking acolytes. At the front, you do see one dwarvish figure that I'm going to once again share my screen. Okay. 
that looks like this fellow on the left here. Lucleason. Mercurius, what are you doing here? Yeah. Uh, I am the worshiper. Yeah. Uh, the father <laughs> place. It's funny. I've actually had this printed off since you guys first came to Hymon. Since, hmm. since you guys met Mercurius, because I assumed Eskel might go to Boldrace. He was like, nah, go some. It's going, going somewhere else. So that's fine. Now, now you're the one going. Ironically. Yep. So you see, um, you know, don't you don't know his name, obviously. obviously. You see a figure up there. He 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 has the, the the book in hand. He's just brushing off some some um stuff, and he's rolling up a cloth of some some sort, just meticulously folding it, rolling it, folding it, rolling it. And you see that his robes, just based on look, they're a bit old. They're shabby. If you, if you look at the back and the bottom mm -hmm. of his. At one time, they may have been grand new things, but it looks like these are clearly not. Whether that's just because of expense or, you know, if that's very intentional, who knows? But this is the figure that a betting person would bet since he's standing right up at the center uh, folding something that's obviously of import. This might be the person that, that you might speak with if you had questions. Mm -hmm. In fact, you do see several folk making their making their way up there, or just having idle idle chatter with him as he's absently answering, while he's more focused on finishing up what he's rolling. Once mm -hmm. he finishes that, has a golden cord that he ties, and then he folds it again and ties it, and he and he puts that in his pocket. Um, and then the people more or less to disperse and, and give you a, a an easy channel to him if that's what you choose to do. Otherwise, nice. there are um, lower level acolytes around or 50 other people you could chat with. Now, um, I guess I'll make my way to what I assume is the important looking man. Sure. Yeah, he is definitely the only one wearing robes that could even be considered um, nice at, at any point in time, even if they are a bit shabby now. Sure. So he's descending the few steps from his um, dais um, and, and is make, making his way through the pews as you two, Norman in the lead, I assume, uh, are making yeah, probably. his way toward him. He just goes, hello, yes, good day to you, good day to you, as he, he passes by some folk. And he, he sees you coming and says, good day to you. I don't recognize the face. Well, the face is... Uh one that changes but i do have a question if you have some time and if i may be so presumptuous and assuming that i have the honor of meeting the head priest here your presumptions are correct father fleeson is what you can call me and he nods his balding head at, at you the pleasure is all mine, Father Fleeson. My name is Norwin, and this is my companion, Anaxoria. Pleasure to meet you. You are a col colorful darling, aren't you? I have been told that. Well, it is very good to, to meet you both. I'm always happy to speak of Boldre to any who come asking. But m my legs, my knees are old and tired after giving the sermon. Would you mind if we sit here in this pew? By all means. He takes a seat and oh, you hear the knees popping as he sits. You see his feet are 
fair now that he is setting his you know big you know dwarven you know calloused feet um the feet are, are bare and the toe is barely to touch, touch the ground as he's sitting in the pew sets the book next to him mm. at it fondly and protectively as he looks at you and passes the seat next to him i will sit down next to him and, what are your uh, questions, my child? And I will sit down as well. All right. Um, <clears throat> well, sort of a odd sort of question. I um, wouldn't necessarily consider myself a follower of any given religion or host of that matter. I'm more of what people have referred to as a zealot of the earth, but I had myself an encounter the other day and I wish to at least try to piece together some of it. I um, am good friends with a paladin of Baldre, and I think some of his influence might be affecting part of what I am. And I was curious, is a priest of Baldre, if there are any depictions or caricatures or likenesses that are the most common for representing them. So any sort of features or trying to get a mental picture, if you will. All of the hosts are so oftenly depicted by whoever decides to depict them that day. And depending on who you speak with, of course, there might be a greater offense taken at one depiction, and others, an, an entire sect might revolve around that. It is the way of it because we do not know truly of whom they are or perhaps were, if you believe in such ways. With that said, there are usually commonalities. Baudre is typically portrayed as a commoner. Of, I, I, I have seen de depictions from human to elf to halfling, even dwarf. Mm -hmm. so, but the commonality is that brown hair, tanned brown skin, and the feeling that you're looking at the common folk. Now, if you look at her husband, Orion, you get any number of races as well, depending on precisely what what the belief is but you typically get a tall stately figure with a often with a grand beard and staff after all he is the sovereign of um, law and lore and magic so it is an interesting and i believe a very intentional dichotomy between the portrayal of Baldre is that 
if mm. Ariane is what we could be at our greatest, Boldre, his wife, is who we are at our core. There can be no nobles without a common man. There can be no great mages without the sacrifices of the many beneath them. The toil, perhaps sacrifice, perhaps even my words sound too bleak. The toil. And this toil is every day. We toil every day. And Boldre reminds us that as the, our the sovereign of hearth and home. She stands watch over the individual's homes and the community at large. So my long-winded answer is I cannot pick a race, but I do think that common, a simple common woman, typically in the depictions with brown hair is what I, I have seen. But again, I imagine she can appear to us in any way that she chooses. I see. And generally, wheat is associated with Baldre, yes? Wheat? Wheat. Well, we, we do use the wheat to, to feed the flames of, of the hearth. That, mm -hmm. is, that is true. Wheat is is typically one of the very first staple foods that are necessary, at least in the West here, when it comes to creating. You can't have a hearth, a home, a community without being able to put food on the table. So wheat is symbolic mm -hmm. in that sense. But if you're looking at wheat as a symbol of the host, then you look no further than ROI. That is... Symbol oh, wow. of, of our where Boldres is the hearth, and he gestures forward where that giant hearth is, and his own pendant where the hearth is, and the pendant that you've seen um, on, on Eskel. If you look for wheat, mm -hmm. then Arawai, the sovereign of life and love, is who you would seek in that capacity. But Arawai and Boldres share much in common. Hearth and home, life and love. Mm -hmm. What's the difference? Araway is she is the pat patron of, of of those out in the the wilds. That is perhaps what I would say the difference is. There needs to be wild. There needs to be fertile ground, forests aplenty, and good weather. Without that, how can there be mm -hmm. hearth, home, community? But what good are those things if there is no hearth, home, and community to go to? So in these ways, and his thick fingers not together, not together until his knuckles turn white, in these ways, the sovereign hosts are not one, but many. But they yeah. are still one. Interesting. I think that is... Very helpful for, for me. So, thank you for your insight, Father. Of course, if you have any, any think, other questions, you may speak with me. 
I may very well, but for now, I think I'd like to process what you've told me. So thank you very much for your time, and I'm sure your sermon was lovely. Well, you'll have to stop by a little sooner next time so you don't miss it. I'm trying not to. He pats you on, on the knee and hops down, takes, takes the book and makes his way away after giving a kindly, a, a kindly mm-hmm. head nod toward you, Anaxori, as, as well. A smile. Mm-hmm. And he walks away, leaving you two sitting side by side in the third row of pews, uh, a, a good 20 feet from anybody else this moment in time. So did that sound anything like what you saw? Well, the woman that I saw was elvish, blonde with green eyes. The only connecting piece mm. is the wheat. So it makes me wonder if it wasn't something more like our way. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, I was ask. wondering too. Yes. So I don't know why that would be, but Perhaps mm-hmm. it's my connection with the earth and the nature. Maybe because I'm more in tune with the wilds than I am with the pantheon. Very true. And if she was elven, I mean, that seems to fit I mean, your lifestyle and knowledge a little bit better as well. Perhaps, yes. We could head over to Arwa's temple, see... If anyone is there. There we can see. Just ask similar questions, I suppose. But, yeah, why not? Why not? I came here to get some answers, or at least to get information. Might as well see what there is to see. I agree. No stone left unturned, I think, would be good. Yes. Yes. Thanks for indulging in us. Yeah, sorry, I don't have much more to say to them. It's hard. Yeah, yeah not. I barely have anything to say to them. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's also kind of strange when you, you know, are talking to those who worship the gods and after you've met a supposed god. No offense, and you're boss. traveling with someone where a god just randomly pops out of him. Whenever he mm-hmm. dies and gets angry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes me concerned that I have some sort of deity hiding somewhere trying to get me. But maybe that's just paranoia. No one can hide <laughs> Norwin. <laughs> you gotta get Peter Wayne! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> this is a god level cantrip. You gave this shit up for your class? Oh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> well, so, yeah. let's head over there let's and go. then anything left in town? I know you want to teach Kikwa how to garden. And... Yeah, that'll take some time. Um, let me check my notes to see if there's anything else I wanted to do in town here. Oh, other than luck of sun. Oh, yeah, we do. We want to go to fine tea shop. Fine tea shop, yes. yes. Very good building. Very good building. Yes. 
Excited. Not to be a total creep, but I might join Kikwa because I was hoping might be okay if I try to pick up some tricks of the trade from you on. I would never be able to do what you do, but might be nice to have a second pair of hands helping you when you're doing it. Well, I mean, the only way I learned how to do it is by doing it. So there's no reason that you couldn't do what I can do. So other from like, I don't have any magic, so I can aid in it right now anyway. So other from maybe giving me some more helping hands. But yes, I don't mind at all. It would be wonderful and maybe Kikwa can help learn from example. That would be good. <clears throat> but for now, I suppose let's see how our ways Temple Wall over here and see what they're all about. I don't know much about our way because the only connection I have there was Claymore's weird things mm -hmm. that she did. But yep, when she killed things, her altars and whatnot. Was that our way? Was that she worshipped too, didn't she? Uh, our way and bold, not Boldre. Um, something is it more of like a hunt? Or yeah, is that, is that our way's thing? Gods. We'll figure it out when we get there. The only reason we wouldn't be able to go to her temple is because it's our way over there. <laughs> uh, really bad pun. Trying to make it sound like all the way. Our way. <laughs> no, I got it. We knew what you were doing. <laughs> mm -hmm. We got there. We got there. It was. The god of puns um, would, would be the one yeah. that you all, all immediately latch on to. Oh, absolutely. Yep. What was the god of puns? I'm on it. Yep. Exactly. Okay. So, given that we don't know anything, or at least I don't know anything, I'll just go outside and look for something that looks like a, a symbol of wheat or um, nature-y. The most hippie-looking one. Sure. <clears throat> Do the old screen share. It's real simple. Mm -hmm. You do see an, an etching. Holy fuck. Above one door that looks just like that. Well, I mean, I kind of feel a little silly for not noticing that earlier. Well, it's on the opposite side, so it makes sense. Yep. Like it, it wasn't visible from where you guys walked in. So you, mm -hmm. you have to actually walk around the temple to Orion, that, that soup kitchen, you know. Mm -hmm. establishment whatnot um pan pan type thing you see it um it's funny because you see it and you see another mass letting letting out or at least that's what you assume it's a little bit uh, a little bit odd um there's a, a line a loose line not like a marching line by any means but a loose line of people streaming out of the inside of, of that place and there are being led by some acolytes again simple robes but these these ones um a, a lighter brown with green and yellow trim and ta and um, tassels but tassels made of hempen hempen rope but frayed in a way that makes it look kind of like Wheat. Wheat. Um, so it does not take a genius to figure out, oh, these are probably the, the acolytes of, of, of these folk. Um, by the door mm -hmm. is, is, is an, an, an elven figure 
um, male with short cropped, cropped hair, um, long ears, the, the long ears though, very angular face, but a jovial smile on his on his, his face as he is handing out from a several barrels there. He's handing out, um, for lack of a better word, gardening supplies, uh, farming supplies, a hose, hmm. um, and those. Um, I'm so bad with, with names of these things, but you know that thing with like the stick, and then it's got the um the the um the 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 spike wheel thing on it, and you dig it in the ground, you know, and shovels and just typical. Oh yeah gardening like tills and stuff mm. yeah yeah so typical gardening and farming type equipment mm -hmm. very old and the uh, wooden handles are, are worn smooth from from use and every person that walks out he hands it to them with like a bit of a blessing of of some sort that you can't hear you're just seeing this as you're, you're walking up um until the last barrel of the three of them are void of equipment um, and then it just comes out to simple hand tools, claws, little shovels, and, and whatnot, uh, to the point where there's not much left um, when, when the last person exits. He looks in, sees that the place is empty, and actually goes to close the door. And then you guys are just about walking up at this moment in time that he closes the door. Oh, hello. hope I'm not interrupting anything well in, in a sense you're interrupting um sermon but but you're more than happy to join us oh is the sermon just letting in or giving out here he reaches in and gives you a little three three prawn claw thingy and you he hands you a little shovel thingy oh i know where this is going please all right. Join us. All right. While, while we walk, every, everybody else knows where to go. I can tell that you two are newcomers to Our Way's Light. Um, yes, that's a way of putting it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Tell me, what is it that you seek? Well, more or less uh, clarity and understanding of things in my life that I have seen and things that I wish to know. So um, let's just say that I'm not necessarily a follower of the host or of our way in particular, but some would call me a zealot of the earth. I am more of a druidic sort and um, tend to worship more of the earth and the wild itself, which does not sound so far from Arway's wheelhouse. And so there was encounters that I had the other day that I wished to shed some clarity on. And I was wondering if you, as a priest of Arway, knew in your studies, if there's any and before you say it, I know that every person is going to depict their our way of attempts a little different based on race and whatever to match whatever machinations they have and different sects might have different worshiping and 
or headcanon for what is the true image, but I was wondering if there's any thing in particular that cropped up that you knew of metaphorically and literally um, for depictions that seem to intersect features or of um, types of identifying markings other from perhaps wheat. The wheat is indeed ROI's symbol. As the sovereign of life and love, she is revered by those of the wilderness and nature. Rangers, farmers, sailors, and even those of the of the Druidic arts. So the fact fact that, that you say that you are out of the earth and a and a druid, I think you might find that, as you said, your wheelhouses are shared. Mm-hmm. Many who follow in the ways of the host do not realize that they even are. The hosts come to you whether or not you beckon them into your heart. Haraway is a sister of Belinor, the, the sovereign of the horn and the hunt. So, when you ask what common depictions there are, we know at least all the common depictions would show a woman. Perhaps this is obvious, but as a non-practitioner, I figure start at the very simplest basics. A no, woman, is, a woman is, cons- is consistent, as she is called the sister of Belinor. Mm-hmm. She is also the mother of the Fury. The oh, great, um, the, perhaps, you know, the, the great shame of the Southern host without sure. going more in depth. And you guys know what I'm referring to. I'm yep. sure and he doesn't want to talk about it. The great shame of the Southern host, but it is our wise life and, and love that brings fertility to the earth. Mm-hmm. Makes everything grow. With, of course, things cannot grow even in fertile soil without sun. And sacrifice, which is the domain of Dol Ara. And these combine to, to allow people to stay in one place and form community, which, which is the domain of Boldre. Mm-hmm. In this way, they are inexorably tied. But depictions change between all of them. So you are very wise to ask, what are the commonalities? I could show you 10 different Ten different images, and they would all show the same person. What do they have in common? She is usually depicted as tall, willowy, in fact, whereas Boldre is more often depicted as matronly. And Dol Ara, who is the sovereign or the patron often of paladins and the the like, is a stronger woman. A woman of strong build, strong jaw, and fierce de- determination in her eyes. Arwe has a gentle look. She is gentle yet vicious as the sea can be. She is both the soothing grains that that grow the wheat, and the terrible storms that rip it from the earth. Her hair is often depicted as long 
and flowing golden locks, which is why wheat, or it is said, this may be why wheat is her symbol specifically, because it reminds as wheat, if you've ever gone by a field of wheat in a soft breeze swaying, it can look like a sea of beautiful hair. These are the common points, I would, would say. The colorations of, of her sect would be gold for the wheat and green for the cloth that ties it. And he gestures to himself robes of gold and green and dirt around the hem and whatnot. All right. I think that is pretty apt. Pretty apt indeed. So, and you say this is the patron of life and love. Some of the, uh, the, the always the, what's the symbols of, what's the word that you used? Um, wheelhouse, tenants. She's the god of life and love, basically. Life and love revered by those of the wilderness of the wilderness and brings us fertility and good weather. That is the, if you would like, the Cliffs Notes version. <laughs> I, have, I have I have a friend named named Cliff who documents much of this. Sounds like we did see it in network. a previous person's notes, but that was Sparky. We read his uh, Spark notes. <laughs> <laughs> Cliff and Spark were probably friends. Probably. Sounds like they both took very short-handed notes. But awfully useful if you needed to get information rather quickly and didn't have time to read the source material. She is, she is with <coughs> that till the earth for it to grow. I mean, gestures to the implements in, in, in your hands and the, the line of 60 or so people that you're following right now fertility mm. yes crops of course plants naturally but also abundance and birth itself mm. creation good life these are the things she seeds life that dole ara can help grow and boldre can help um not facilitate, but different word. Facilitate. Get so my mind just went at the moment. There was a word that just went fuck off. Exactly. That's what I had earlier. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cultivate. That's the word. Sorry. Cultivate. Old Dre can help cultivate. Mm -hmm. She seeds the, the earth, Dolores. Light helps it grow. Old Dre helps cultivate it. Yeah, well, I think that's very useful information, and I take it that the um, the worship here is more uh, cultivation. As you guys are literally now have left the temple district and are making your way um, westward um, through the city, you have a feeling that this sermon takes place outside, and you'll actually be tilling and whatnot. And so, as you say that, mm -hmm. he nods and smiles and says 
don't worry, you, you, you can hand them back to me if you do not wish to, to join. I am happy to answer your questions even if you do not join us this day. You may tomorrow, mm -hmm. you may in the future. What do you think Alexoria is gonna teach you anyway? Do you wanna do it here or should we wait until we get back home? Oh, um, hmm. I'm not sure, but my shoelace is loose. No. Can you hold this for a second? I'll hold it. And I will lean down, and as people move past, I will change my appearance. Okay. <laughs> Disappear. <laughs> Into what? Into the same common woman that he saw earlier. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, 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 do I didn't go. <sighs> Well, I suppose I will hand these back to you for now, then go find her. But believe me, there will be plenty of uh, worshipping when I get back to my keep, as I'm going to teach her how to do some gardening. So. Very good. Well, it sounds like ROA is with you, even if you do not realize it. Perhaps more than I think. He bows uh, ahead to you, turns, and walks away. And as he walks past you in your guise, he simply says, a new face. Are you joining us? In this <laughs> <laughs> and, and Sylvan will say, mm, I, I don't understand what you're saying to me. He replies, so Sylvan, my my apologies. We, we don't we, we don't see practitioners as Sylvan often here. And in Infernal, I'll say I don't speak Sylvan. Wait. Away, saying people can just say no, man. <laughs> Thank you for your time. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I'll say in infernal to her like quietly. Shall we go to Luck of Sun then? <laughs> yes. You can't just ask me to worship other deities. My patron might get jealous. It's not. It's worship if you call it. If you think of it as worship, but if you go to church for the crackers, you're still hearing about Jesus. Who? <laughs> it's some guy out, you know, more like in the middle. That doesn't East. ring a bell. Uh, I see. Mm -hmm. He probably looks and I'll like just do like the pastiest white guy with a big, big scraggly beard. Yeah, it. Make your eyes a <laughs> little bit reason, bluer probably. and it's perfect. Ah, uh, yes, okay, of course, of course. Yep, Got yep, it. Yep, yep, yep. So, all right, no, that's fair. <sighs> All right, well, let's go. Let's go find this tea shop. All right, you've successfully gotten information and avoided worship. I mean, that's that's, <laughs> that's a great day so far. Yep. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Avoided what type of worship? Avoided worshiping or being worshipped? You'll never What's know. The difference. Mm -hmm. You'll never know. As you uh, head back more into the market area of town, you do quickly enough find fine tea shops, small 
wooden signs saying just that. The doors are closed and the shutters are shut this, this moment in time. And there's simply a, 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 a sign visible on the front that says, out gathering. So lack of sun is out gathering, it seems. Doesn't hurt to knock it anyway, but knock, knock, knock. <laughs> there is no response. Yeah, didn't think so. Well, I guess then that just means time to go home. Yes, I'll come back tomorrow and we'll see when luck is in stock. Mm -hmm. Luck is in my favor. Yes, we'll go with, we'll go with that. So, yep. I think those are the things I wanted to do in town. So, if you want to, you know, get an iced coffee or something while I concentrate for ten minutes to give us a ride home. I am going to stand there the entire ten minutes with my finger a centimeter away from his face because I'm not touching you. Oh, I will consider this concentration practice. DC 10 just repeatedly. Fuck, fuck, fuck. I'm gonna fail it on like the third. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right, 10 minutes go, go by, your beautiful bun bun appears. This time, since you're not out in the wilderness and you're kind of on these um, cobblestone dirt dusty paths, you see dust begin to rise almost like gravity is, def is, is being defied. And then it collects in fractaling forms and there's almost this bunny out of, out of earth grows dusty and brown and then <laughs> dust just explodes out for a moment before settling. And you see a very, very different looking bunny. This one, very brown and it looks at you. <laughs> it's got one big, <laughs> one, one big eye, one small eye and it goes <laughs> and some dust comes out and it shakes itself and it bends down so you can get on you see it's a uh, it's a dust bunny <laughs> do you feel anything when you're making that well mm, that's not necessarily a spell like above table that's not a spell i would normally have access to right um wizard spell that you got from Pilot. yeah it's not it's not on the druid list so I don't know if I necessarily feel anything when I'm conjuring it. I mean, perhaps it is more natural in some ways because of who I am and how I channel, but it is still more arcane than I'm used to casting. So it has less of my influence than perhaps some of my other spells, if that makes sense. It does. It just... Uh, I'm always curious because when I summon Stricky, he, you know, I can feel his life tethered to mine. And so I was wondering if you could feel anything when you did this. Oh, in that regard. Um, let me just check the spell. I don't think I've got any kind of connection to this. Uh, oh, it's Phantom. P-H-A-N. Phantom Steed. No, I don't think I do. Hmm. Nope, it's just, just a buddy that uh, works for me for a little while and goes back into the 
the um the weave, I guess. Could you make him smaller and have him be a little buddy for longer? Um I mean this one's gonna be the size about of a riding horse, I mm. think, regardless. So no, I don't think I can make it smaller. Would you want to? I mean, I mean, then it would lose its practicality in terms of amount. But it could gain its practicality in terms of speaking with you and gathering information. I mean, that would be useful, yeah. Because, I mean, I don't know if I could teach you the exact way I do it, but if you wanted, I could show you how I get strychnine. Hmm. I mean, that would be interesting, but I don't know if... That would necessarily hold with how I cast things in this book. Above table, I, I couldn't necessarily learn it from Annie because she would be doing it from a bardic standpoint. Warlock. 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 Yeah, even probably weirder. Well, maybe. You won't know until you, you try it. Above, ta above table, I'll say your understanding from a purely mechanical standpoint is probably accurate. Mm -hmm. but if, if if you find it written down or something like, like that you can just well, mm -hmm. like you can learn it from a from a scroll it right. is essentially just the the defined familiar spell right so mm -hmm. you have to yes. try i mean it might be worth an, a shot it would be kind of i mean you do have a special bond with your friends and that is I remember when Icky first came about and he wouldn't give me the time of day. I thought I was quite um, quite ill, a uh, messenger of the nature. And he's a little bit odd. I will, I will, I can't change him. I know I've never changed Strychnine per se, but he and I have had fun and I've turned him into a, a few different things, a cat, a mini rabbit, not rabbit, a mini dragon, you know, but I like him as an imp. Mm, all right. That's peculiar, but interesting. Think of it like a little puppet with a brain. Yeah. All right. So yeah. like Earth. <laughs> okay. Uh, we could always use another Earth. Yep. So that would, uh, that would work. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll amend that perhaps. <laughs> could always use some more allies. <laughs> Just so. offering if you want, we can give it a shot. I'd be certainly happy to give that a shot. It's, I think it would have uses and I think it would be fun. Agreed. You can do a little, little skill share. So. I would like that. This, this week's episode sponsored by Skillshare. Have you ever, Fuck, who the hell are you? <laughs> watch a lot of videos and half of them are sponsored by Skillshare, I swear to God. So sure. that's like something. And then the other half are for that VPN. Yeah. Nord VPN. Yep. Yep. Nord Lord. Well, there's actually a lot of VPNs. Yeah. Yeah. Nord Nord tends to be more predominantly one of them. So yeah. Gallivanting back. That's gonna get on. Holy fuck. Holy fuck! So I started blasting. Okay, I get it now. Okay. So you get the bunny. Pop 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 pop. Fifteen minutes later, you are back home to the, the, the homestead 
Earth is out back um, with with some with Tal and Susie, and you say not like that, you, you idiots. You just mm-hmm. he's 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 doing what he's doing with the kids, getting them uh, swinging that that sword more and starting to give them a bit of tutelage. You reckon? Mm-hmm. He would. Um, I know we're not doing anything with Earth today, but he he would have uh, if he had rested one more day, that would reduce his exhaustion down to zero, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because he had two and then we, or three, and then we got rid of two. Yep. And it would just be one. Okay, cool. Makes sense. So, all right. Well, you want to take a break for a moment or do you want to just jump right in and I'll see if Kikwa's around? I say we jump right in. If Kikwa's not around, let's get to trying all right. book learning. And if he is, let's get to work. All right, I'll go check and see where Geek was, if he's in his little shack. Yeah, as as you guys step step in or you know step in and around, dropping off the good the goods that you've gotten and whatnot, you you see that Kikwa is indeed here and around. He is picking up mm-hmm. um, with no housekeeper of the such yet, and Earth not being the type to pick pick up stuff, um, Kikwa has t- taken upon himself to to pick up um stuff. No, so buddy. The table, hey, he's not doing a great job. Like the table is just full of assortment of mugs and plates and things that things were totally destroyed from the par party the the other day. The the stains are still there. I mean, as beautiful as the place was, there's a lot of cleanup that needs to be done. Kikwa mm-hmm. is just picking up the more obvious things. Um. You actually catch him as he is pulling a cor- the the car- carcass of one of the um two big big swine that were that were on the um spits. He's pulling mm-hmm. the carcass, which you can tell he um has made his way with one of the, oh, that not sex not sexually. He he <laughs> has gnawed <laughs> the bones off of most of them, and the last bits of meat he, he he's taken upon himself. And you guys catch him as he's dragging the the carcass and bones toward the stream and he throws it in <laughs> and then he just goes <laughs> as the stream slowly begins to to pull the the carcass away like hey that makes sense you know to his cobalt brain great way to, uh, to get rid of it the stream will take it turns to see uh, i guess this... yeah. hmm? he, he turns to see you guys walking in and gives you a smile Toothy lizard smile. Of his. Hi, Kikwa. Hello. Want a hand cleaning up? I do. But do you want to learn how to farm? Yes. Farm. Ooh. Farm. Well, we can do a little bit of this and then a little bit of that. How's that sound? I clean. Uh huh. And farm. Okay. Let's finish cleaning up first. Here, I'll get us another set of hands and I'll sit there and cast, um, what's that spell called? Unseen Servant. Okay. Yep. Which can do human things like cleaning. Yep. And mm-hmm. I will pop Strychnine out of the pocket dimension and say, Go clean things up, but be invisible. I want you to be like an on-scene servant. <laughs> yes. 
you sold your blood and your soul to the bonfire kings for me. You yep. don't need to go clean. Mm, pretty sure that blood and soul was worth you doing whatever I tell you to. Chop, chop. He just goes, Meh, it's 11. Black <laughs> <Flash laughs> wind goes invisible and you start seeing like bottles and, and jugs just being like floating <laughs> through the air as he's just dropping them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big pile of garbage on that center table um, soon enough. So, yeah, you guys can 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 spend the next hour or so picking up, cleaning. Uh, we'll just skip past all that baloney to the um, fun part. So yep. that's done via via, via the, the help of invisible familiars, invisible servants, and the very visible Kikwa and and yourselves. Yes. Hang on a second, let's see how far this is. Okay, the river's over there. Okay. I was thinking maybe we could start at this garden down here. And um, just to get some basics started. And then while we're working here, I'll have an un- unseen servant over here that is washing on nasty clothes. So, Good. since I have to be within 60 feet of it, I think. Sure. Yeah. Has a board. Yeah. Just uh, figured somebody has to do it. Might as well have somebody else do it. Yep. So it works. And so I will then start teaching them about farming over here. So I don't think there's necessarily too much that I can plant in this sector that would. Um, necessarily benefit from probably would need more more plants in this if I wanted to grow something like special like in this this quadrant but um let's see that's kind of shady is this oriented north uh, this way yep okay so if that's north uh does the sun still uh rise in the east and set in the west uh kind of yeah. Okay. And so more southeast, yeah. northwest, but yes. Okay, southeast to northwest. So southeast, so this way to northwest. Okay, so this this would be pretty shady mm-hmm. here. So I'd, I'd put some uh, plants that would do well in the shade there. Then essentially, um, Stephen doesn't know much about <laughs> farming. <laughs> And gardens and plants. Rachel would more than anybody else here, I'm sure. So, yeah, I mean, we couldn't do our parsnips there because they like full sun. But anything leafy like kale, spinach, mm-hmm. um, and then anything that you don't want to be too affected by the sun, like tomatoes, because tomatoes are prone to bursting or shrinking. Mm-hmm. So okay. you would want probably your leafy greens, mm-hmm. herbs, and tomatoes in that garden. Ooh, this might be a good herb garden then, because mm-hmm. it's not like copious amounts. Because admittedly, what would be over here otherwise in yeah. this tiny little plot? Because we don't want it. We don't need like extensive amounts of herbs. Yeah. Maybe like tomatoes here, herbs over here. We can maybe do parsnips somewhere like down here because it would get some nice sun mm-hmm. in the evening. Um, you might want to consider having. Because again, the sun goes that 
way. So this might yeah, be, yeah. Mm -hmm. If we want half the day with full sun, this might be where we want to put our parsnips. Okay. And then down here, some of our more reaching. So we could do our tubers up here because they need full sun. Think about the amount of light that they'll get. Not much because they're root vegetables. So sure. parsnips, potatoes, carrots could all go here. Herbs can go here. And then over here, we can do like our tomatoes, ground creepers, because there's more space. And then you always want to have like green beans, tomatoes, and corn together. They're called mm -hmm. the three sisters. Okay. Because it actually growing the three next to each other allows the soil to remain nutrient rich. No, it makes sense. Yep. So um, because the corn takes a lot of nitrogen out the soil, but both the beans and the tomato plants add nitrogen back in. Perfect. And they can do partial shade um, with partial sun. And so they would be best in that quarter. Makes sense. Makes sense then. All above table, Rachel, farming stuff. And Norman is saying it in game. Yep. <laughs> yep. And your ground creepers you would want there too, because there's so much space in between like corn stalks and bean stalks and stuff mm -hmm. that that's where your cucumbers, your squash, your pumpkins, all of those will fit. And okay. that will allow for um, erosion to not occur. Perfect. So we'll do that. So tomatoes, green beans, and corn in this lower section, and like uh, tubers, you said? Yep. Okay, tubers. And um, one thing we would want to ask away is to mm -hmm. keep all eggshells from mm -hmm. his cooking because you want to crush those up and then mix them into the soil mm -hmm. to give tall stalks calcium and it keeps carrots straight. And it all gets right. rid of snails and invasive insects. Perfect. I will mention that to Gwei. Ding ding, herbs, and so then we got parsnips. Agricultural, accurate, plain. Love it. <laughs> and then this tiny little one here. That one. That one will be in full sunlight for over mm -hmm. half of the day. So that mm -hmm. would want to be, again, something that can do a lot of sun. Um, mm -hmm. That won't get too stressed out. So like any peppers, hot peppers, peppers would be happy with that. That um, would make sense. We can do like some nice hot peppers. Yeah, there. or even raspberry bushes like Ooh, that too. Mm -hmm. Either one of those would be a good good idea. Maybe a little bit of each. Yeah, because the raspberry, the hot peppers would grow on the walls so we mm -hmm. wouldn't even need to trellis and then the mm -hmm. raspberries would remain relatively short mm -hmm. especially if you only did if we did the year-round ones so we could do both of those there perfect raspberries and peppers it is mm -hmm. we've got herbs and then we got parsnips and we got the other stuff perfection garden garden um Roman, you're you're very skilled at gardening. I know, right? It's it's a gift. What can I say? Mm -hmm. You are explaining all this stuff to Annie uh, about <laughs> all, all the sun and how you want Irony. to have the crawlers here and, and all this stuff. Um, 
Annie, I need you to make an intelligence check to see if you remember it and grasp it, or if it's kind of like in one or the other, which would just really suck if that's what happened, just based on the fact that you actually know so much about this mundane. I think I need to roll one of those in real life. <laughs> yeah. Roll. <laughs> uh, um, one D 20 plus. Flip over my binder without knocking over my Diet Coke. Let's see if I can do it. I think it's two. It is two. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> I remember that we're growing herbs. Oh, boy. It's, it's you know, for Annie, it's it's less remembering and more like the this isn't the sort of herbs annie wanted to, to, to grow she's talking about herbs like you know thinking like you know helping norman make these poultices oh. and help people heal and norman's sitting there talk talking about oregano and cilantro for like <laughs> fucking 45 minutes and annie doesn't want to like you know interrupt him she wants to listen she can tell how excited he is and she's like our way is totally watching this shit right now. But it, it ain't for Annie. It's just like it like you're you're trying to listen, but it's just not quite sinking in. By the by the end of it, you're like, I'm not sure if I could really even fucking repeat half of, of what he just said. But mm -hmm. it's a stepping stone toward that. Um, part of you is probably wondering why aren't we planting like wild ember and the other shit that, that he finds here, but mm -hmm. And uh, just out of curiosity, would her jack of all trades have applied to that? Because it's just it's one of those straight checks as opposed to one of the like ability ones. But the jack of all trades says any ability check you make that doesn't already include your proficiency bonus. I suppose that that is true. So that would be a nine for, for you then. So I would say okay. the same. same. I can now tell the difference between oregano and cilantro. Yep. Mm -hmm. Oregano yep. is the green one. It is. The one that you put on your tacos. Yep. Yeah. Guess who's calling? It's my sister. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course. Exactly. I'll just text her. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So that's that's Annie's first foreign. That she sees how emphatic Roman is. Sees the absolute benefit of having garden here, but. She's like, I got this herbalism kit and I have a poisoner's kit now and we're planting cilantro. <laughs> yep. Um, so it's, it, it, you know, it, it's, it's just not, it's just not sinking in perhaps as much because it's such a whiplash from what she was ex expecting. Not that she can't learn these things, just that it wasn't quite what she expected. So she's not entirely tired. Yeah. And of course, Norwin would leave some patches in, in there, and uh, he'll explain then to Anaxoria, I'm leaving some sections of the earth here that are unused um, by the common vegetables in case we are able to procure something of more rarity like wild ember or something of the like, because we can't grow it the way that we are growing carrots and parsnips. 
because they are very magical in essence. They, they require a lot of energy to grow a single plant. And so they need to feed off of the energy of other plants and other entities in the surrounding area. So by planting a bunch of other, you know, vegetables and, and uh, vegetation in the area that can help feed a little bit for one or two of these plants, maybe. But that's why you don't necessarily hear of wild ember farms or, you know, hintergold farms and why that I have to forage and I only get a few at a time. They don't grow in great swaths. They only grow in little patches far away from each other because yeah. it takes so much energy for those to grow and it needs so much resources around it to cultivate. I'm not even sure if this will be enough for them to grow here, but my hope is that in part by sustaining this farm, it's a way for Kikwa to get some monetary income, but also potentially a way to maybe grow one or two of the resources that he seeks. That would be good. Do you find that they do better in like wooded areas? It really depends on the, <clears throat> the, um, the, the plant essentially. And I will say, you know, like for example, knobweed, which I need to basically make anything, um, tends to grow along the river banks. Um, and uh, which is, and the plant itself is mostly underground, but it tends to like a lot of moisture and water nearby. Valley's blush, for example, grows in grassy areas with lots of sun and shade. Um, wild ember tends to be found on cooler environments, whether it's on uh, mountaintops or on hilltops. Hintergold tends to also be found near rivers, but where the temperature is more chill, so we probably won't find any in this temperate climate. So stuff like that. And, you know, omen saw tends to grow in dark caverns. Would it be worth it to see if we couldn't purchase a larger plot of just pure land to try to imitate some of those environments, create a glade, a grassy glade, and encourage and then have like a wooded area and then maybe see if we can't find land that has that and a river to get three? I mean, just a thought for the future, we have enough funds that perhaps we could try to encourage and imitate without farming, if that makes sense. We could certainly try to encourage, yes. I'm not exactly sure you know, how much success there might be with that. Like I said, it requires a lot of resources and this is just a, you know, a hope, a dream. So, it would be very useful if we were able to, you know, get a swath of land large enough to, that could encompass many biomes. I mean, at least if we are able to get something along a riverbank, we could potentially grow um, the two that I said to grow along the, the river, like uh, knobweed and that other one. Mm -hmm. Wild ember, maybe? I think wild ember is... Valley's blush, I think. Valley's, Valley's blush. Yeah. Which actually are the two that are the... Um, the glue, I think. 
Yes. Valley's plush and, and knobweed serve the same purpose. They're kind of the adhesive that, you know, the acting reagent that activates the innate chemical properties of the other plants that actually, you know, brings them to life. It takes more Valley's blush to bring out the effects than it does knobweed, but when it does, it bolsters the effect. So if I'm making, you know, a really good salve, I'll use Valley's blush instead. And that's what really gives it its extra kick. That makes but sense. Yeah, but it requires more than the knobweed. Well, think on it, because the difference between a dream and a future is taking steps to make it real, whether or not it fails or succeeds. I feel like we need to put that on a post. Uh, One of yeah. my future posters. Yeah, no, I think that would be, that might be worth looking into. So, I don't know how much, well, I mean, obviously, we could follow our little creek here and see if it goes down to a river somewhere. Mm -hmm. Or if it just pools out into a lake yeah i'll go over to the 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 kind of water there and kind of dip my finger in and kind of taste it is it is it fresh water or is it salt water it's a bit brackish it's it, it is a bit salty um mm -hmm. you are so close to the ocean it's definitely not um pure salt water by any means but it, it's it's mm -hmm. got flavors of that sort so it's it's mostly fresh water would be the answer just mm -hmm. with salt so it clearly intersects with the ocean at some point in time but probably goes through a larger um river or or, or lake or pond at least somewhere around mm -hmm. so it gets kind of diluted a bit okay. you do that thing you do and see or feel from the earth how far it goes or anything I can see within five miles, I suppose. So, I mean, I don't know if this necessarily, if our keep counts as civilization or not. Um, but if it does, I can just go out a little bit of ways out and then do it there. Because I'm sure I would have prepared that because I only have ritual spells that I can take right now. Right. So, I would try that and see just where the water goes. Yeah, and a five-mile radius. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you would definitely get a good three. basic understanding of the layout out here. You know, that this stream heading from north to um, south here does intersect with a, with a stronger river that meets up with a delta that meets up with the ocean. So mm -hmm. it is just sort of a, you know, a spider webbing sort of of thing you're just one mm -hmm. small small creek in the over overarching thing mm -hmm. interesting so yeah, i will mention that hmm. so maybe further north we can see oh for the south uh, yeah something to keep in our back pocket something to think about absolutely i think that would be great that's a good idea Look at the parsnips. Okay. So, anything else we need to accomplish today at home? We've done some cleaning. We've done plenty of um, gardening. Has Kikwa seemed to like soak any of it in? I was going to ask you to roll a one d twenty plus zero. 
Mm-hmm. His intelligence is actually low, but he does have some um, prof- proficiency in nature, which I should have had, had, had Annie, I should have had you roll a nature check, but I'm sure that your, your nature is, you're not, prof- you're not proficient in it. So it's, it would be the same role for you anyways. That's fair. I actually have a, yeah, plus four to nature. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's the, yep. the, the two and then the two from your track of being trades or track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 16 though um yeah not bad kikwa seems to be getting it like he he's nodding along emphatically and you're not really quite sure if he does get it or not because he can't really speak as as, mm-hmm. as clearly and all that but and he perhaps seems to be following what you're saying clearly enough and the ideas behind it um and the sun you know he he is an outdoor critter you know he mm-hmm. knows nature he under when you say the sun's up here so it's shadowy there he's like yeah duh and nanny is like oh yeah i guess yeah sure you know mm-hmm. so he, he it seems like he's grasping it i would say that yeah. that would be one tick in his favor okay sounds good and if he was like having some trouble like understanding me perhaps i'd do like a rarey's telepathic bond or something so he would just like physically understand it that way That's without having point. the language barrier yeah if, if you mm-hmm. did that to the three Mm-hmm. You'd essentially just be walking around looking at looking at ground and nodding a lot <laughs> in mm-hmm. agreement all three of you yep people walking past like these fuckers are weird yep see, rachel there's a spider on the absolute top of our ceiling uh, like in the apex i have now found the flaw with our house there is no way to kill that spider it's fine it's not gonna be anything <laughs> moving <laughs> it'll eventually move lower and then it, it'll die okay i need a cat oh my cat loves spiders mm-hmm. throw the cat up <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 all right so gardening takes several hours um it's it's good work it's hard work but you're not pushing yourselves to, to, too hard but by any means kikikwa seems to be getting it um, <clears throat> norwin's explanation of the magical herbs and the such say to annie is oh, okay that explains shit that might be harder 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 th- than i thought but maybe we should buy a plot of land somewhere or mm-hmm. buying it. let's just go and plant plant shit you know that's um, true then of course you have to have to worry about well what's stopping somebody else from coming over and plucking it unless you have fences around it and then you need to have guards a- a- around it. Build yeah, because that's going to be an issue even if we did buy the land. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, if they know that the plant is valuable, and you know true. what makes a plant look valuable is having guard posted around it. So, yeah, uh, and a fence. Could just try and so. plant it where you where you want. That works too. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. So, is there anything else you guys want to accomplish after after guard gardening seems to be well underway? Um, did you want to take any time to talk animals, familiars? Oh yeah, I want to try that. Just see what we yep. can do. Because you don't I- have anything written down, do you? No, but I can try to write down my thought process and how it feels so I can explain it and you can write it down or hmm. I suppose I could try and I'll maybe like pull out a 
you know, sheet of paper or something and maybe get some of my magic inks or something and we can try like sketching that out. And I'll pull out my incense. I have a bundle of incense sticks that I haven't touched yet, which is nice. And like explain how I set up mm -hmm. my altar to try to call him mm -hmm. and like what that feels like and what I'm thinking about. Mm -hmm. Turn him into a cat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. I'll just see how it goes. Just had a, a moment. <coughs> it's a big spider, too. As big as Norwin. Okay. Okay, yeah. So so Annie sets up her incense, you know, talks about how, how she'll light them and, 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 you know, the smells and the smoke and, the, you know, to Annie, since it's strychnine, usually probably you watch that smoke because it takes 11 minutes to cast a spell and you imagine that actually becoming him you know sort of, of thing and as you're going through and explaining this Norman you're sort of like have your quill dipped in ink and you're like have it on the paper and it's when you've copied things from a wizard spell book before it's been copying word for like not even words, yep. although there are words, it's like symbols and glyphs and do this for this long and make your mind control the weave in this way. And Annie is mm -hmm. more like, and we're like, and then I just like think about it and he's like there, but he's not there <laughs> yet. I have to like really think about it. And then he like is there. Mm -hmm. Rachel, do you want me to come out there and, and try and kill the spider? No, I'm just waiting for it to go on the wall. It's still on the ceiling. I'm just waiting and I'm just making sure I don't lose it. Because then you'll never know. I am listening. I'm just making so sure. How would you explain your spell casting? Yeah, like that. That I imagine it coming out of the smoke and then he's just kind of there, but I feel him in a different pocket area, not the pocket dimension he's usually in, but in something that's slightly out of reach. And I'm almost calling for him to reach out of that so I can pull him into this. Ah, uh, okay. So just, um, let me just write down, pull him out of that into this. Got it. Smoke and thoughts about creature, question mark? You just need to want him to be there. It's the act of wanting. Okay. An act of knowing you can. Okay, so just knowing you can and wanting it bad enough. Mm-hmm. Got it. And technically, the, com the components of it are 10 gold worth of charcoal, incense, and herbs that must be consumed by fire in a brass brazier. Mm-hmm. You must have a small little, like, you know, hand-sized brass and a like, like, like a little chain that you can you know open mm -hmm. it up and, and like light a little, little little piece of charcoal um put some put some herbs herbs into the smell comes you close it up you stick an incense in it and it burns from that way kind mm -hmm. of just have it like swing you know it's like it's almost like a like a pocket size you know razor thing that you might mm -hmm. see more um 
occult swords walking around with those big ones or whatever else. Sure. Uh-huh. So you you have the implements in front of of you. You watch Annie do it a few times. Um, mm-hmm. and I just keeps on appearing. Fuck! Uh, <laughs> Damn it! Do, do you want to? Do you want to to change his shape at all? As you show Rowan how how you do it a few, few times. Okay, so you have imp, pseudo dragon, closet, and sprite. I would make him a pseudo dragon. Oh, that sounds fun. This black with like red spots. So same sort of coloration as Strict Nine appears kind of coiled around her or, or around her neck, long tail with with stinger and wings kind of flapped around and, and sinewy neck looking and looks up at at her. Tongue kind of flicks out like a Komodo dragon, just barely touching to talk to touching her face. And it says in Strict Nine's voice, but a little bit deeper. I hate when you do this to me. <laughs> Oh, it's so cute. Oh, look at his little, like, dragon tongue. Don't touch me. Snap your finger. (laughs) Oh, it's his little wing. Strangely, still speaking infernal, even as a pseudo dragon. Don't touch me. Oh, he's adorable. I'll change you back. It's okay. It's okay. It's a nice change. Hops down, gets on the ground, kind of scurries a little bit, stretching in new form, flaps away. I'm Ushu. <laughs> it's adorable. So, Rowan, you you see this, you have the implements mm-hmm. there. You don't have anything. You look at your notes and it's words, but there's no arcane symbols. There's nothing mm-hmm. for you to draw, per se. Um Mm-hmm. But you do know that materials are oftentimes the most important thing. Mm-hmm. So um, if you like to give it a try, you can. I'll give it a shot for humor. Go ahead and roll a d20 for me. I will roll a d20. Yeah. yeah. Better than 10. And what's your spellcasting ability? Uh, five plus five, right? So 10. Yeah, 10, yeah. Okay, 23 then. Mm-hmm. As you sit there with this brazier and this charcoal, the herbs, the incense, letting the smell waft over you. Your hands are itching to like, shouldn't I be drawing a symbol or some, something? Like, like where's the mathematics to this? Like it, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't make sense. There has to be ar- arcane stuff. And, and as you sit there trying for an hour, two, just continuously going through the motions here, I will say um, there will be an expenditure of these incense and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I mentioned this last, um, last time, but I didn't get into specifics. Remember how I said the secret storeroom here had a bunch of um material components oh yeah 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 yeah. you guys essentially have um 1000 gold worth of any um i guess any material components outside of 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 gems sure nice 
things that wouldn't necessarily known as such value. Yeah, there's a exactly. There's a shit ton mm -hmm. of, of incense in here. There's a, there's a shit ton of parchment also mm -hmm. Fuck yeah yeah and um special inks so because because you know you, Fuck have, yeah. you have to use special inks and parchment um, mm -hmm. you, you have to use charcoal herbs and incense any material components you could think of that have a dollar or a gold or a non-gold amount are mm -hmm. here this was clearly the wizard's storeroom for material components and stuff that was worth um coin for mm -hmm. better or for worse, there's no gems or anything of the sort here. Mm -hmm. the, the, sapphire the sapphires that aren't there anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That have fucked right off. Exactly. So mm -hmm. uh, with that said, it's fortunate because you know you're going to be burning through a ton of incense as, as you teach somebody something. There is a material cost that. But you just mm -hmm. go, in, go inside, bring, bring out a barrel that's probably like 200 gold worth and say we're not done until you fucking figure it out not really but you, you guys have <laughs> Jay, Jay, i'm trying to feel as hot as i can <laughs> after, after about two hours of this i'm not, not and he's there the whole time you know pro probably go and do your, your own things or sit there strumming for for, for a bit um, as norman's trying you're at a certain point now you're you come away from the the mathematical arcane becomes a disconnect you're like that's mm -hmm. clearly not exactly how she's doing it and that's not how you cast most of your spells either mm -hmm. so you sort of start shifting into the way you normally cast your spells you've summoned animals be before you can you've conjured beings you have done this you actually con conjuring things you do that plenty hell you turn in to a bunny Mm -hmm. try and tap into those more primal things focusing on these components to try and achieve something but at the end of the day your notebook does not have the spell in it mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but at the end of two hours you open your eyes because you feel something there and you are trying to pull at it but it doesn't make sense and you just sigh Slump, slump you get your head down and, and open your eyes and right between the two of the, the, the two of you and Annie you saw this happening the mm -hmm. incense burned down to the the nubs this is like like the sixth time now mm -hmm. the smoke is in the shape of a rabbit a bunny Ooh. and as you sigh and, and lift you lift, lift your head you see it just as the wind takes it away mm-hmm mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So there's something starting. There's it's not as easy as just finding a wizard book and going, I'm gonna co copy this word for word for word. That's mm -hmm, not how mm -hmm. it works. But it's also Annie's not going to learn how to make magical herbs in one day today either. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It is a fun, it is a very useful, a fruitful passing of things here. Um Neat. I would say you can mark down one success on your behalf as well okay much like how kikwa has one success on his ranking as well okay i have to find a place to put that mm -hmm. work in progress is what we'll call it whip one success on Okay, I'm going to put that into my notebook and underline it. Groovy. Okay, let me see what else I have. 
here. I've got one morning bloom. Okay. Great. Rachel, any 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 last things you'd like to do tonight, or? We nope, did... that's it. Yeah, seems like mm -hmm. you guys spent a, a good good day together. Together, you're getting a lot of information. Be, beginning this um, friendship trans transactional exchange of information and learning. Um, maybe Annie mm -hmm. can learn and herbalism. Again, that's the thing about D and D real life. It takes potentially time. you know days for sure weeks months years some sometimes to tell to, to learn things um, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. not necessarily at the same rate um norwin might might learn how to do we do find familiar far more more quickly than andy becomes proficient with an herbalism kit that might just be mm -hmm. the way that it goes and it comes down to the roles you guys do and how much downtime you have but you both have that things to, to practice in your downtime, and uh, I think that will easily take take you through until the the evening, at which time you would lovely, would likely re reconvene with with Earth. Um, not to mention all the all the um, inter interviews and people that that you're going to meet the same day, um, mm -hmm. NPCs and the such people that want to want to join your guild. But we'll get to that next week. All right. I will say I will also then show Annie how I because I have one thing of morning bloom that I haven't dried yet, so I'll kind of show her that process as well. Cool. As I'm doing it. Roll a one d two twenty and add your nature to it. Or actually, this would be a medicine, wouldn't it? Oh, this one would be medicine to dry. Mm -hmm. Yep. Must have done. Would probably be the same. Ooh. Yeah. See, like I said said before, Cilantro wasn't why she was was she was here. But once once he pulls out his kit, and Rowan's is diff is different. You know, his 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 early herbalism kit is not like a briefcase that you, you you open like this. His is a box that you set down and it flips a latch and it opens like like this, like like a three section thing. And it mm -hmm. begins to pull out and goes through the drying process shows you some some finished tea that he has and discusses the the drying process the mortar and and pestle small um, travel one that he has in there mm -hmm. and it gets talk about how knobweed and all that is used because you probably have some of these other things in there that you can um show and yeah discuss so we'll say that this annie please mark down one success on your end um as far as you are one step further in understanding how this, how to become proficient with an herbalism kit, which is only step one in knowing how to use yeah. herbs and stuff. But still, for one day's work, not bad. Good, not bad. Good transaction happening there. Very, mm -hmm. very good. On that, on that fantastic note and positive outcome, I think we'll wrap up this session. I'm glad we could do it. Have a little bit of individual time here um, yeah it was nice yeah mm -hmm. cool that's mm -hmm. all for me see you guys uh, right. next next week well you all see in three seconds but you all see <laughs> i'll see you next week <laughs> see you in right. seconds, Stephen. <laughs> <Nanny? laughs> oh, also i just need you both to see i don't know if you can but he is 
full on on his back. This is his belly. Oh, his paws. Belly boy. that's a good boy. Look at that belly. What a, what a good belly boy. Oh, yes. So if I was looking over a lot, it's because he was doing this and then oh. trying to pet my leg. And I'm like, okay, I get it. You want more pets. I just I, oh. I, I, I just assumed that you had another giant spider, but to your right this time. Rather than <laughs> you had a reminder. <laughs> okay. I, 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 I have to go out there and try and, try and kill the avatar of the ball before it's <laughs> Yeah. I can't uh, just summon a giant, shadowy, uh, divine bird. That's there you cool. go. <laughs> All right. Well, have a good yeah, night, y'all. On Monday. Talk to you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.